0: hey everyone welcome to the sixth episode of cinema with the crew my vows forgot <laughs> there a podcast where we talk about films films before the 2000s after the 2000s and just films in general my name is alex and i'm here joined here by miguel sam and Keo. how's everyone doing today
1: what i'm tired good? as always yeah, that's I'm sorry, true. Miguel. I'm not
2: doing that good. I'm not gonna lie. It's just, ooh, these projects. Yeah, I keep saying yeah. we're doing good, but then like, like we're not. Actually doing <laughs> doing <laughs> <enough. You laughs> really? You tell yourself that. enough,
0: it'll happen. You know, you just keep telling yourself, "I'm doing good." Well, yeah, okay, uh, that was,
3: yeah. My mind is not a joke, okay? We're doing good, Miguel. Okay. I was. Okay, I was I not doing lying. Good.
1: When when uh, our prof was like, "How are you guys keeping up with your work?" and I was like, "No." We're not. <laughs> yeah we, stop we assigning doing stuff bad. no doing so i am not right doing now. well i am drowning I,
0: I felt that spiritually is this healthy
3: like <laughs> is this is this like when all the students are scrambling because the the,
1: the
0: finals
3: are
1: coming up soon yeah i'm not even scrambling anymore i'm just we trying to keep like my head up
0: reading month bro you know, yeah. you, know that, you know that you know that meme where the dog is sitting at the table and everything around him around him is on fire fire yeah this is fine <laughs> <It's actually laughs> the dog
3: knows. is practicing power of the mind bro.
0: (laughs) if he keeps telling himself he's fine he's fine you know he doesn't
3: feel the fire anyway he's done (laughs) no
1: you don't understand you really don't (laughs) like when i i don't even talk in our classes okay i don't say anything no matter who types what in the chat i don't say a word and how many times yeah. did I type something? I was like, I feel hives coming on. This is a stroke. <laughs> I'm about to have a stroke in the chat. To are prof. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> okay.
3: So the answer to how's our, how's everyone doing today is bad. There you go. No, 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 no. We're fine. Just keep telling ourselves that we're fine. Right. This power fine. of the mind. We're doing great, guys. That's anyway, good. how this show works for anyone new joining us is that it is a two-week period. We talk about one genre of film, where one week we talk about the older film, uh, like before the 2000s, and the next week we talk about a more modern film. And then we contrast and compare both films.
2: So last week, we said our genre was international films, and we were talking about a film released in 1989 called The Killer. It's about a Hong Kong hitman who accidentally blinds an innocent woman during a hit. He is determined to get her surgery to help her regain her sight, but he needs to complete one last mission. But things took an unexpected turn when he ends up teaming with a resourceful, unorthodox police detective to take down the triad's main boss. So Sam, what movie are we going to talk about today?
1: So for this week, our modern international film we are going to be talking about is Parasite. Um, released in 2019, this film focuses on an idea of how greed and class discrimination threaten the newly formed symbiotic relationship between the wealthy Park family and the destitute Kim clan. What are you guys' initial thoughts of the film? Also, sorry, one moment. I just want to say, The Killer, watching that movie, felt like it was six years ago for me. Like, that was really, so really? long ago. I know really? that that was, yeah, I know. Like It does kind of feel like a month it ago. Really it really feels like it was a while yeah. ago. Yeah. Like when when Miguel was saying that, I was like, "Damn, that was actually that was that was last week."
3: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> actually true.
2: When this week like was not a, This week was like a month, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like a past week that was long. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyways, but your guys' initial thoughts of the film.
0: Um, I love it. Ten out of ten. Like ten out
1: of no. ten.
0: I like. I Really? But yeah. Let's. You What's your opinion? Excited. Okay. 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 Um. We want to hear. So. I watched this film late at night, and, you know, after 12, you always had those senti feels, you're more honest with yourself, stuff like that. And when I looked up the film on the wiki, it said it was a comedy thriller um, comedy thriller film, and I was, and I, like, I'm like, how does that kind of work? Because, you know, the beginning was really funny, right? And kind of slow, and then it became darker as we got closer at the end of the film. But mm-hmm. I mentioned before, before we started recording, I felt indifferent about it because, It was good, but it's like, you know how, like, in certain films, you can tell, like, who's the good guy, who's the bad guy, stuff like that. I couldn't really tell with this film. I think maybe that's the intention. I'm not sure. The reason why Mm -hmm. I feel indifferent is because I'm like, you know, both sides, they kind of got a point about what they're doing. You know, I can't really stick onto or be favored on one side. You know, they both got their reasonings. You know, I, I feel bad for both sides. It was really good. Don't get me wrong. But, I just feel indifferent because I'm like, who's right or wrong in this situation?
1: Well, like, I think it was purposely done. And it's kind of like those blurred lines because it comes down to perception once again, you know? But Mm -hmm. my question for you, Alex, is in your life, in your everyday life, who is the antagonist of your life? Like, who is that villain in your life, right? Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be something kind of you can relate to. There isn't necessarily going to be, like, a bad guy, necessarily, mm -hmm. you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean like, kind of like that upper class lower class kind I of mean, fight i don't
0: know? i don't yeah i don't i don't really have much well, like i don't have like any experience with like i guess against the upper class like they did in the film but i definitely felt bad like i felt bad for the employees like the old housekeeper and the mm. and their yeah. uh, their first chauffeur because like they just seemed like genuine nice people and they just got skamaz out of a job you know <laughs> like i'm just like man like they were just good people mm-hmm. and then they just lost a job because the kims are just ha- like have a bigger brain
1: because they worked you know? smarter not harder exactly.
0: true That's but i just felt bad because it's like you know I, like there's this one scene where the housekeeper like the first housekeeper was leaving the ho- her like the house with her bags mm-hmm. and like that scene just really kind of tugged on my heartstrings a little it just i just felt bad because you know the park family is just so gullible to like everything you know mm-hmm. especially the wife like oh yeah. my
1: god oh god
3: <laughs> yeah
0: uh kio what about you
3: see i feel like for me i actually really liked it i liked both the content and also the form of the film because Mm. to me it it was almost like and like i know everything is scripted obviously but like it was almost like an orchestra the way they they put everything together and i really enjoyed it up to you know even like the dialogue but also like just the movements of the actors actors and actresses there were a couple scenes there where like for example uh when the kim family was cleaning up uh everything after their big fight because the park family was coming home that entire time i was just like this is really neat because there's so many stories going on at the same time and i think that is what makes a good movie like the fact that you were like okay well who's the good guy who's the bad guy that's Mm -hmm. the kind of questions i think a film should be making you ask right? Like, for example, if there were like a B-list thriller film and, you know, there's like a slasher, you know who the bad guy is. He's carrying a big machete. But <laughs> yeah. here, who's actually the bad guy? Who's the good guy? You know? So, personally, I really enjoyed it. What about you, Miguel?
2: Uh, yeah, I I loved the film. Like, first time I watched it, I was like, wow, this, this movie's gonna, like, do great. And then, boom man got like five oscars so <laughs> was, it five? was it actually five? Was it five i don't know i think two.
1: so he got a lot
2: he got a, a lot. lot he cleaned he up stuff. that's what you gotta know he, made he cleaned two, up he made two oscars kiss bro so
0: you <laughs> oh, know okay so,
2: so more than one yeah yeah a lot yeah. but yeah i i love the movie like everything from like cin- cinematography um pacing and all that like the acting yeah it was just like a really good movie and i think the use of like symbols as well were really nice, I think. I don't know, like, if y'all picked up on like the symbolism and all that, like during shots, like, they were super nice. I think okay. that's what I like the most.
3: So, for you, Miguel, what's, uh, what symbols are you thinking about? Because I have one in my head, but I just want to see like what you saw.
2: Okay, so, well, y'all know like the rock, right? Mm-hmm. The scholar rock yeah so that's kind of like the symbol kind of like it kind of symbolizes like you know min like min the guy's friend he's like oh this is gonna be like a symbol for like material wealth and then uh kevin kiwu or whatever he's like oh my god this is so metaphorical or whatever Mm -hmm. and like you already know it's like a symbol because it like repeats like in shots in the movie like it's there all the time sometimes and it's like i don't know it symbolizes like wealth but also it's like i got okay i got this from a youtube video but it was like symbolizing also um kevin's desire for for, uh being an upper class i Mm -hmm,
1: think but
2: at the end it also leads to his like demise since
0: it symbolizes his
2: desire to be in the upper class yeah like to be wealthy mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. he's always like also like in the ending he's always like even like hugging it when they were like sleeping in the mm-hmm. gymnasium and he was like oh like it's calling to me or whatever like you know yeah. like he wants to be like with the rock it's like it's with him all the time but in the end it like basically
1: this is undoing is,
2: yeah, because, you know, the the guy hits him, bonks him in the head with a rock. <laughs> and then, yeah.
0: I found that kind of ironic.
2: That yeah, the right? Thing that he tre- mm. The
0: thing that he treasured was the same thing that, like, got him into the hospital. Exactly, yeah. In the first place.
3: Yeah. See, for me, stuff like that, like, I, I would like to think that you can't just make this as, like, a coincidence. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm. everything that they did in this film was purposeful. I think yeah. that's so lovely, right? Like, in one of the... Okay, and, like, in my head, there's some debate about this. Uh In, like, the... I don't know if it was actually a flash-forward, but at the end of the film, there were a oh. bunch of, like, sequences of shots of him, like, you know, like, uh putting himself to work and, you know, like, trying to get rich so he can save his dad, uh who is yeah. still stuck in the house. Yeah. If you guys remember, he puts the rock back into a pond. And yeah. for me it was like okay he his desire yes is to be rich but not just for the material wealth it's because he wants to be rich so he can like help his father.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a responsibility for
3: such... family. Yeah. And then but like for me I actually that wasn't the first thing that popped in, into my head in terms of symbolism. For yeah. me it was the stairs. Really? That's yeah. I don't know why but like every time I think of symbolism in the movie, I just think of the stairs, and like, I don't, like, I haven't fully resolved what it means in my head.
2: Oh, this okay, yeah,
3: right? Because there's two sets of stairs that I'm talking about. There's one that's leading from the basement, but there's also one that the Park family, uh, you know, walks into and uh, walks up to to get into their main house. And I mm-hmm. just think like, it sort of just symbolizes for me like the idea of like you you can't stop it. Uh, once you go up, you, like you're here, but yeah,
0: I don't know. Yeah, um, I think I kind of see what you mean because, like, I <laughs> I did some more digging into of the film, like afterwards, and I find it kind of sad how the story it still follows the same cycle where the rich family, because that house was still was eventually still sold right to mm-hmm. another rich family, right? So the same cycle continues where the rich family lives on top and the poor there's another poor family probably serving them and then there's someone even poorer beneath them like it like in the mm-hmm. in that uh basement still left mm-hmm. scavenging for the scraps i find that really good like because i guess it kept it like it's because it kept that cycle going but i find it just kind of sad too because it's kind of not kind of it's that cycle
1: really yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: the cycle um sam what about you <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought, okay, for me, like, I thought it was really interesting, like, an, an interesting way to kind of, like, explore that wealth disparity, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, just because, like, of how that rich family was, like, portrayed, of not really, like, a care in the world versus, like, these hardworking people that are constantly, like, striving, not necessarily, like, avoiding, like, hard work, like, when they're doing, like, those pizza box scenes, yeah. like, that, that's a lot versus, like, hmm... We need to get a better tutor for our son.
3: Yeah. For his yeah. art. He
1: he he's he's a genius. Yeah. You know? Like I, it's just very different concerns in in life and I just thought that that was a very like interesting way to kind of explore that because the only yeah. real way for them to kind of get ahead, like the Kim family, was to kind of like manipulate their way into this household for mm-hmm. them to have like even a remote like picture of stability. Yeah. Versus their like everyday Mm-hmm. You know, like, I thought that was really interesting.
3: Yeah, I like my experience with this movie has been a little bit different because uh, my friend actually tried to, uh, she lied to me, okay? She was like, I'm going to give you a synopsis. Uh, and then she did not give me the synopsis. She literally <laughs> just ran through the entire movie with her mouth. And I was like, okay, so you've yeah. spoiled it. Thank you. Uh, but <laughs> I know, yeah. Uh, and But then I watched it and I was surprised at just how deep the movie is because yes you can watch this at uh, a at a surface level but like if you dive deeper into the metaphorical stuff like uh like Sam was talking about like think about it this is not only talking about a rich family and a poor family this is talking about the the gap between the upper class and the lower class so it's asking like how do you fix that gap yeah how do you possibly and like,
1: is there even engage? a chance of fixing that? Gap? Yeah. Like, is, how right. do they catch up? You know, because so his like, dream in the end was to like be wealthy and free his father. Is that yeah. something that's even like achievable for him?
3: Yeah, exactly. So I was like, this is like beautiful, which is was why when Alex was like, I'm indri- I'm indifferent about the film. I was like, what?
1: It's a masterpiece.
3: Yeah. I'm not saying
1: the you? Film.
0: I'm not saying the film was, like, bad by any means. I just said in terms of, like, I guess the moral compass, Uh. I'm indifferent. Okay, well, if
1: we want to talk about moral compass here, okay. okay. (laughs) Here we go. If we're going to talk moral compass, since we're going to talk about that, Alex, I want to ask you, explain the title of the movie to me.
0: Okay. (laughs) Here's the funny thing about the, the movie title. I looked more into it. So of I'm glad you
1: course kind Of course you did. So I'm glad
3: <laughs> you asked me. So no, I,
0: no, I, I no, looked.
1: No.
3: You stop right there, Alex. Before yeah. you go into the I looked further, I want your personal opinion. Yeah. I don't want a Google review. I don't want a film <laughs> critic. What was your I want plain old Alex to explain the movie title to me. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, if we're going if, to. If, Okay, okay. If
0: I'm just going to take out of, take off all the knowledge I gained from the from Google looking it, like from looking it up, I honestly yes, the title the word parasite means bad, but I did not see it until the end, right? Because initially the film started pretty like, you know, uh, lighthearted, right? It was like there's all funny moments, they were tricking like they were tri- um they were lying to the Park family to get to get a, a job with them, right? I didn't realize the film took a much darker turn until, you know, the basement got introduced, um, that first housekeeper's husband was found out to be down there for, like, four years, stuff like that. So, honestly, I, I, like, even though it's pretty obvious that Parasite means bad, I didn't see the bad until the end. Mm. Not even. I didn't see it until I looked it up, to be honest. (laughs) You know? So so who's the parasite yeah okay so is it actually oh my god okay i don't know if there's a straight answer (laughs) to this but i find out why it's called parasite right um the reason why it's called parasite is i learned this from biology you know symbiosis which is a close relationship between two species in which at least one species benefits right so in this case of the movie the type of symbiotic relationship as Sam mentioned before is parasitism this is shown when the park's ex-maid informs the informs uh the Kim family that she's been hiding her husband in the park's basement and begs the Kims to to allow her husband to stay in the basement right but they shun her away they do not see they do not see their situation as equal it's parasitic because essentially that maid's husband was just leeching like uh, was just leeching off of the park's uh the parks uh the park family's house and the food without permission while the kims were like literally working like working hard to get to where they were right coming up with these elaborate schemes mm-hmm. so that's so like that's the one example where i saw where like the movie title made sense is there like a but i was favorite? asking you
1: what, who you thought what the parasite was
0: See? oh who i thought the parasite was yeah 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 this, i honestly you know i really don't know because This know. is the beauty of the
1: film Okay, well, yeah. because it's the duplicity of the answer because mm-hmm. as you already mentioned because you went over the definition of a parasite an organism mm-hmm. that lives in or I guess hosts and benefits by deriving nutrients from that other's expense. Okay, yeah, so essentially base level the parasite would be the Kim's or yeah. the maid and her husband. But you can also look at it the other way, because, for example, mm-hmm. there's that one scene where the there's a huge flood in the city, yeah. And then the next day, we're talking about their son's birthday party when there's yeah. a bunch of people who don't have their houses anymore, yeah. Who don't have their food, their their clothes, anything. And instead of worrying about them and giving back to the people around them, they're more worried and caught up in their own head about their child's birthday, birthday. theme.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So who's the parasite in this situation, right? Like, yes, they're nutrient they're they're getting their nutrients from this rich family above them, but vice versa. These like look at the wife; she can't function on her own. She doesn't know anything. Mm-hmm. She's naive. Mm-hmm. She's also benefiting. Mm-hmm. So, the beauty is in the duplicity of it, because there isn't mm-hmm. any one parasite. They're all parasites.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: for me,
3: like, like. The ending of that film was just like, like the latter part of that film just like wrapped up everything for me so, so nicely. Like all the symbolism, every like, it was like bowling, you know? They set all the pins and near the end, everything started getting knocked down. And I was like, yes, like this is what I want to see because it was just so well thought out. It was so planned out, you know? Like, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but. The entire time that uh, the wife has Mr. Kim on the shopping spree before the son's birthday, she's talking about to her friends, oh, the birthday party. And you know what? Something uh, something that stuck with me was she was like, I am glad that it rained. Uh, Something something about rainbows or like everything's like, oh, uh," it was like the smoke is gone or something and it's refreshing. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Kim, uh, the dad was like, wow, you know, like I lost my house. You yeah. know, I don't have like any words. See his to face.
0: Yeah, right? Yeah, he looks so done the whole time. Yeah. And... yeah,
1: because think about like everything he went to through to get there for her.
3: Right? Yeah. And then like stuff like that too. And then do you like Alex, do you remember why like he stabbed the dad?
0: Yeah, I remember. Uh, right? I I actually looked up why and it's honestly it was it was foreshadowed
3: throughout the whole
0: film because
3: Wait wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna do it again. Tell tell me as <laughs> Alex, not as a Google t- critic. No, 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 like,
0: like I noticed it okay. as I was watching the film. I think it, it all started when they were hiding under that table uh, Mr. Park and Mrs. Park, they were, like, on the couch, right? Like, Aye. doing
1: their <laughs> you thing, know. right? Then- being oh, sorry. being sorry, Mr. and Mrs.
0: Sorry, before they were doing their thing, Mr. Park was like, oh, yeah, Mr. Kim, he smells weird. You know, he smells like a radish or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, just
0: basically commenting on how he smelled. And then near the end, right, when that basement guy came out, like, when that guy came out of the basement and started, like, like throwing, like, rampaging yeah rampaging essentially and he stabbed Mr. Kim's daughter and like what was it he stabbed Mr. Kim's daughter Mr. Kim went to his daughter's side and then at the same time but during this time Mr. um the son of the Park family he like like had a seizure or passed out or something right and they Uh wanted to get him to the hospital but they needed the car keys and then Mr. Kim's wife is, like, fighting that basement guy. And then when Mr. Kim threw the keys, the keys went under them. She finally killed the guy. And then when Mr. Park went up to grab the keys, he, like, he, like, made that facial expression. I don't think he really said anything, but he made that facial expression, like, oh, this guy smells, right? And then that's, like, what finally triggered Mr. Kim to, like, go stab him.
3: Basically. But see, for me, I, I dove a little deeper. Because for me, the the smell, yes, is physical, but it's also metaphorical. It's something mm. that Mr. Kim can't help. Yeah. Because what the smell was in the movie, it was alluded to that the smell was the sub basement smell. Uh, and mm. I'm using quotations because obviously I can't spell him, but it was a sub basement smell. And if you look into that, it's this the smell idea of the poor. Yeah, right? Yeah. And it's not like he can't, he can help it. Yeah. You know, yeah. because yes if they can change the detergent but if the smell is going to be there, it's really something that they have to live with. So for me, for what I saw was that Mr. Kim was so angry because uh this guy was like objectifying him on something he couldn't help. Yeah. Being poor begets being poor. If you're poor, you're just going to continue being poor because you're poor. That's the mm-hmm. cycle. Yeah. So because for me the reason that the the rich dad got stabbed was because he was a jerk and mr kim saw he was a jerk for you know like disliking people because of something they can't help at all Mm
0: -hmm. yeah it's just i think it was like it was it was the final trigger essentially because yeah it was shown throughout the film like through the all those comments and stuff like that and it finally hit him because when he when he made that like disgruntled like facial expression at that dead guy's smell, that was like the final trigger, and it felt like it felt like in Mr. The reason why I triggered Mr. Kim it, is because it was in that moment he realized that Mr. Park will always see them like as poor, mm-hmm. as less like, like, of who they are, yeah, not equal or anything, and that's why it, it prompted him to stab him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to find that through another source, by the way. I cannot analyze a film to that extent
3: that's okay oh, man. man
0: that's why it's we're quite, here quite, it was quite interesting i because uh, i was wondering because like okay when i was watching the film i was like i also looked up i looked up the synopsis really quickly because i didn't see the trailer or anything and then i kind of spoiled myself because you know how like on the google like search results there's always like oh people also ask blank right literally mm-hmm. it says it, literally right under like even before i got to the end i literally saw the part where it's like people also asked why. Mr. Kim stabbed Mr. Lee and I'm like, wow, I just spoiled myself,
2: but, mm-hmm.
0: you know, it's it's alright, you know. It's okay.
2: Yeah.
0: But, speaking of that, like, speaking of spoiling yourselves or whatever, what's your guys' favorite or best part of the film? If you guys have any.
2: Ooh. Damn. There's a lot. I have two. You have two? Like, I liked a lot what's of the movie.
1: You? Like, almost all of the movie, to be honest. Yeah, Yeah. But number one, I don't... Okay, I just really like every time we get to see that toilet because it makes me laugh so hard. (laughs) Because, like, it's up a staircase and it's like you're sitting on it and your head's against the roof, basically. It just just makes me laugh so hard every time I see the toilet. So that brought me a lot of joy. But also when um, the sister dies, I just thought that was, like, pretty much all of it after that point was just so, like... Mind blowing to me because another reason, in my Mm -hmm. opinion, where Mr. Kim like stabbed him is also like that kind of, I guess, urgency Mm -hmm. and getting like the the, son, yeah, to the hospital versus the daughter daughter? who was clearly bleeding out and going to die versus Mm -hmm. him like fainting basically. Oh, yeah, like that right there. Like that, I was like, yo, absolutely, this man's getting stabbed. You mean (laughs) to tell me your son who passed out who is asleep? is more important than my daughter who is bleeding out right now.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That part got yeah. me. Because like, that is basically that disregard for human life, right? Like, who's more important? You know, mm-hmm. who's higher on that that chain?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I thought they would expand more on the child figuring out Morris code. Because remember, he was in the tent, right? And he saw the light flickering. But I like how... I didn't. Why was it just disregarded until the very end, you know? He was I, was it ever like? Was it was ever brought up? up? No, 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 no. I get that, right? And he uh, figured out the code. It was yeah. a cry for help, right? But why was that not like mentioned before, like the end? Before everything that happened in the end, like did he not mention it to his parents or something? I don't know. That's. I just found that kind of weird,
3: you know. I don't know. That's that's a good point, but I do feel like even if we mentioned it, the parents would have been like, "It's just the lights, you know, like don't worry about it." Yeah,
0: I I know, but like I just found it weird how, like they show a scene where he cracks the code, right, Mm -hmm. and then it was never just brought up again. But Mm
2: -hmm. whatever,
0: right? Um, I don't really have a favorite scene to be honest. It it was like, (laughs) I like the (laughs) move. I feel. I feel like I can't say I like the movie after my after like the first thing I said, which was like I feel indifferent about it, because <laughs> I feel like that's all you guys have in your mind right now of what I said.
1: Let um, me repeat:
0: the movie was good. I just felt indifferent about my moral compass. Okay, but that's a me problem, not the movie problem. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't really have a favorite scene. It was all like it was all pretty funny, and then you know, like the, when it got to the dark part. Or when it got more serious. I don't know. What about you, Miguel? Do you have one?
2: Um, I think one one of the what? Well, yeah, I like Sam, I have two. I mm-hmm. think the first one was so basically we find out that like there's a secret basement in the house. And mm-hmm. like you know how the the Kim family like falls down the stairs and then the housemates mm-hmm catches them on video mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah well like i think it was one is when they go back to the living room and uh mm-hmm. the housemaid is like reminiscing of her and her husband like you know just alone in the house and mm-hmm. it's like a flashback kind of thing and then they're like sitting on the um the couch and they're like sipping tea and then both of the actors look into the camera and it transitions to uh, the, uh, what's her name? Like the new, the, the mom of the Kim family, like going to tackle the mom for the phone. Yeah, I think that was such a good transition. Because like, you can, you're like, wait, what's going to happen? And then boom, like it transitions back to present mm-hmm. time. I think that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And second part, I think the ending, because it was mm-hmm. such like, it was a such a big psych moment like oh you thought mm-hmm. this was gonna happen like, yeah this was gonna be the good ending but it was actually yeah. like nope we're back to reality it was and, like the yeah. the what if
0: like what yeah. like what, what what could what could have been
2: type of yeah. situation yeah but you know it was like nope we're going back to reality <laughs> yeah <laughs> what about you Keo?
3: um i have a bunch uh as well <clears throat> i really like like I said, the uh, the way it, it was, like, uh, orchestrated uh, a lot of the times. Like, for example, um, I already talked about this, but, like, when they were uh, coming back home, like, the Kim family uh, was cleaning everything up. But, like, just also, like, when the Kim family was putting in their plan to get the house, the first housekeeper fired, mm-hmm. I was like, this is really neat. Because it was, like, almost like a heist movie without mm-hmm. the heisters. These people are just normal people. Um,
1: yeah.
3: Right. And then uh I also like just like uh before that, before the uh the park family came home where everybody was just like talking on the couch.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And the sister was just like, I don't want to think about them, I wanna think about me.
1: <laughs> like I
3: like come on guys, and I just thought this shows a lot of character.
1: This is just literally my favorite. (laughs) Yeah. God, iconic.
3: And then, uh, and I touched on this as well, but what I also love is the idea of having other stories uh, in the movie itself. So when the, uh, the first housekeeper is massaging her husband on the couch, she does like a North Korean news anchor impression. And I thought it was so funny. And I just thought it was like this idea of the husband was like, Oh wow, honey, I, I really missed this. Like, I thought you're so funny. Um, and it was like, Wow, like they used to have a life outside mm-hmm. of this, and you know, and we got to see just a tiny piece of it before it is unfortunately ripped away. But yeah, no, I thought it was great. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so we talked. To, I feel like if you guys said, You guys have okay. Unpopular opinion, right? I'm about to say it. I think I would get bashed on. I hear... I think the movie was good, but I don't... It was, like... I don't think it was, like... Okay, even though it won, like, many Oscars. I think it was good, but I don't... It wasn't, like, great, in my opinion. Because I have seen other Korean... Like, Korean films before, and... They all, the past, like, I've seen, I, okay, I've only seen, like, three, including this one, and the previous two, still, one of them is still my favorite because of the story, and I find it funny how all the Korean films I've seen so far have always had, um, always had the main family, main character's family in, like, such a tough situation, you know? Whether they're poor, whether they have something against them, I don't know if that's like a trend, or maybe it's just the movies I'm seeing. To be honest, <laughs> but that's just what I noticed from a lot of Korean films I've seen, or like the two other Korean films I've seen so far, you know. But um, I don't think you guys have like a least favorite moment or like the worst moment in the movie, because you guys seem to have a lot of favorite
2: moments
3: don't assume that about me yeah.
2: <laughs> we have um, least favorite parts too okay
0: let's hear it then homie where is it <laughs> okay uh, okay <laughs> that, that,
2: uh, <laughs> well this is this is like i'm only saying this is least favorite because it was like a creepy part i guess but you know that um when the mom tells or the wife of the Park family tells um, Jessica about how um, the son had oh. her seizure and like when he looked into the basement it's like the housemaid's uh, husband like creeping up. That was freaky as hell.
0: Yeah, it was pretty freaky. It
2: was just yeah. his eyes. Yeah, I know. But like, yeah. I think that was the most horror part of the <laughs> mo- movie, honestly. But yeah, I think that's my least favorite, but everything else is good.
3: <laughs> See, actually I, I, I like that part. My least favorite part? And like I guess it was sort of essential to the film, kind of sort of, because it added another layer. Hmm. But like when the uh daughter of the the Park family started kissing Kevin. And like, they were kissing each other, I was like, this is not okay. When
0: what? Oh, and the daughter right yeah when oh, they
1: started not... kissing
2: each other i was like no wait, okay now you need... now you bring that up I, okay i that does make it made me very
1: uncomfortable you know... yeah that made me that me, that's a college student his... and that's a high school student i
0: yeah, felt but... bad for his friend i felt bad for his right? friend because his friend was like oh yeah i'll wait till she gets to uni and like i'll ask her out officially and then man and he, so, he does this and stuff then, yeah no th- that was that but he also said the same thing he was like yeah like when she goes to university officially enters university i'm gonna ask her i'm like I'm like, yeah. didn't your friend get you that job? In the and
1: now place? you're gonna steal his girl? Yeah,
2: exactly. right.
1: His underage girl.
2: Yeah. But yeah. you're gonna
1: mirror his sentiments of this is bad. I should wait till she's older. But then uh, not. I
2: uh, let's pretend to be uh, a good guy. Yeah, there <laughs> we go. Let's
1: yeah. pretend. Yeah. For like me, big... mm. okay, the ram Ramdon scene. When they're, like, coming back and she has to really quickly make this and she's like, what even is this? I have never felt so poor in my life.
0: You know, I didn't understand what Ramadan was until she brought out Robin and Uda. I'm like, ah, that's what true. it
1: is. Yeah, Moki but, like, also with their fancy meat. What kind of meat was it again? Was it a sirloin? Uh, sh- no, that's yeah, yeah. something <laughs> is. Srirloin. Yeah. Srirloin. I was like, could you Imagine. 99 cent ramen with sirloin (laughs) uh, what (laughs) why is this even a thing
0: yeah rich people um I think who said that someone said a quote where it was like when they're all in the living room talking I think it was the mom of the Kim family she was saying how like oh yeah these rich people they're nice because they're rich
1: yeah Mm they can mm-hmm. afford to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing, yeah. nothing to be upset about. Yeah, Just pop some sirloin in my ninety-nine cent ramen. That, <laughs> yeah. that, that
0: looks pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of want yeah. it. Yeah, it
1: does look good. But who's buying that meat?
2: <clears throat>
1: not Yo, that
2: meat looked like it was at least hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. like Here's the marbling 20. on that.
1: <laughs> and it was for her child's snack. Right. I thought, it was,
3: I thought it
0: was for the dad who ended up not eating in the first place. Was it?
2: No, it was for yeah. the son, but the yeah, son was, was the like, sun. "eh, don't want."
0: Didn't
1: even eat it. It was too yeah. rich for his
2: taste, bro. Not not expensive.
0: Enough. So, yeah.
1: Um, <sighs> well. I just wow. Well, all
0: yeah. right. So we talked about, um, we talked about *Parasite*, our modern international film. So let's compare the two: *The Killer* and *Parasite*. what's what's like similarities differences what have you guys noticed or remember besides the fact that they're speaking in a foreign language you know um yeah
1: (laughs) you really said that you mean Uh, to tell me i've been reading subtitles for two weeks
0: (laughs) the killer was in cantonese i am cantonese i still read subtitles
1: (laughs) i don't understand it i had to make sure what if he was saying something else you know I mean, yeah. I guess.
0: What um, do you, have you guys noticed between those two films?
3: For me, it was almost like the realism aspect of it. Like, mm-hmm. the killer, like, while yes, like, they were.
1: Very exaggerated.
3: Yeah, they were, like, really <laughs> exaggerated. And, like, yes, some of the fight scenes made sense, <laughs> sort of, kind <laughs> of.
1: We're uh, <laughs> no, like, really reaching. Proud. We're reaching. No no, 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 We're
3: reaching. We're reaching. But <laughs> I'm giving it, like, half. Half a benefit of the doubt, okay? <laughs> but like, in, in, um, in Parasite, everything was, re- like, you could see this happening, technically.
2: Yeah. And, okay, with Parasite
1: 2, like, if you didn't understand something, it was because it went over your head. Not because it didn't make sense. It was just like, what? Five minutes later, oh! Exactly. Whereas, like, the killer, you're still sitting there like, wait, hold up.
2: Why are there 400
1: people? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. why are there 400 people outside this church? But no one is like ha- against who? I don't what? Huh? huh?
3: Are you huh? playing stormtroopers? Like what? Why yeah. can't you aim? Y'all have the Guys. worst
1: aim. <laughs> people
2: got no aim, bro.
1: Like it was like different. <laughs> like mm-hmm. if you didn't understand, it was for good reason. It just went over your head. It still made sense. It just didn't make sense. You know what I mean? Versus mm-hmm. like the killer, it was kind of like, nah, I checked. There's no way. There's no way this makes sense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. This is true. This is true.
1: Both good movies mm. in their own totally different way. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I guess what I liked about them is how much they really... They really draw out the theme and the intention of the movie really well. Because... Mm. um. I guess I don't know some movies I feel like can like you can kind of you don't you might not understand like what the message or theme they're trying to convey to you is but these films like I probably said really just like shove it into your face that this is what it's about because the killer is all about like honor and friendship and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and then this one is about you know the rich and the poor and then that like awful cycle where, like, you know, the rich is always on top, the poor is always serving them, and the poorer, poorest are, like, still, like, below the poor, stuff like mm-hmm. that. I really liked how both films are similar in a sense, just because they just, they really, they, they really convey what they're trying to, like, what they're trying to tell the audience really well.
2: You
0: know? Mm-hmm. Miguel, and what I about think...
2: you? Yeah, and I think, like, it's really nice how, um, both of their themes are, like, pretty deep. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, if we look back to, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, you know, like, oh, what kind of theme we, we got there? Like
1: That movie is going to go down as, like, the worst movie we've seen this semester. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like, don't see it being theme, removed from the right? seat.
2: <laughs> but yeah. if we're, like, comparing, I know this is, like, we're we're supposed to compare, like, Parasite and the Killer. But I, since we watched Us, I kind of had to compare it to Us with Parasite. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the, in the movie, they're both, like, they find a secret passage, mm-hmm. you know, in both movies. And I kind of found that, like, pretty cool. Also, they both have, like, pretty deep meanings as well. So.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. I kind of did the same thing, like, when I was trying to, like, compare it.
2: Yeah. It
1: honestly is a lot closer to, like, Us. <laughs> than The Killer, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And obviously, like, our genre is, like, international film, so, like, they're not necessarily going to line up, like, exactly, but this is, all like, almost like an alternate version of us, you know? Mm
2: -hmm. Just having those
1: deeper meanings and looking for, like, the different relations. Like, I just... I don't know. The movie is just really deep. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there's so many different perspectives you can see from, and like, there's so yeah. many. Like, I feel like each time you watch it, you're gonna find like another piece of the puzzle. You know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. like stuff like that is really interesting because it seems like the more modern movies, uh, if they're the critically acclaimed, it's like part of the reason why is that yes, there's something going on, on the surface, but there's also some like the movie is trying to tell us. But there's something under it as well. Like so, like what mm-hmm. can you unpack from this? Versus like in the killer, uh, like like Alex said, it's sort of it's just in your face, man.
1: It's just uh, a good know. movie, you know. Yeah. I feel like movies like this, it's kind of just like the, the critics are just like, you made me use my brain. Give him an Oscar.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's also yeah. like kind of more like modern movies too. Like I feel like that's kind of a more frequent, I guess, intent now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, a lot of, like, the older movies you won't necessarily, like, see. Like, I guess that's kind of, like, digging necessarily for the audience where you kind of have to, like, dig a little bit deeper and look for alternative motives and, like, meanings and, you know? Like, I just feel like they're a lot more straightforward and just in your face. You I know? think
0: that's what makes films interesting yeah. is when you... as like, at one standpoint now, like like, the director already had to use his brain to come up with this. Now he's, like, challenging our brain to see if we can understand what he's trying to put out there and I think I read that this film like us is supposed to be uh, watched multiple times or a couple like times just to you'll find out something new you'll notice something different I like that about films I like Mm -hmm. films that make you come back for more because it's not just because of the story it's because of well okay well it is because of the story but it could also be because you know there's still more that is still that still hasn't been fully discovered about a film mm-hmm. yet. You know?
3: mm-hmm.
0: I like that. I like when films like hide secrets and you try to find
3: them, essentially. It makes it fun. All oh. right. Hmm? I continue. I just need to ask you a question. What's up? That's flash. Like, when I say flash forward, I'm putting them in quotations. Huh. But do you actually think that was a flash forward or was he just like daydreaming? Daydreaming.
0: Daydreaming.
3: Yeah? Daydreaming. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like
0: Miguel said. It was like, uh, what, I don't know what you said. Miguel. I think you said something about how it was like. Didn't you say it was like your favorite or something or like? Yeah, you know, it was something? like a big psych moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah, Big psych. is like a big what if, you know? Like,
1: but it's like keep dreaming because there's no way for him to have like with the the gap wealth so large like i yeah. said like there's no way he would be able to work hard enough no matter how hard he worked yeah. to get uh-huh. to that level you know what i mean yeah. like that extreme wealth and most people can't like that's kind of like what the film kind of addresses in its own way because yeah. there's own, it's basically like that's the end like no cap like a yeah. miracle you would need a miracle to get to that point
3: yeah uh-huh. you know
1: it's like when you're born into money you're born into money you've got it you're never going to lose it kind of scenario Right? Mm -hmm. If you're born into the middle class, you're most likely going to remain in the middle class. Yeah. If you're born into the lower classes, I'm sorry, but you're most likely going to remain in the lower class. And it's very, very hard to escape that cycle. Uh So, Mm -hmm. with him already in his like early 20s, sorry, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Especially because they already kind of addressed he wasn't even like doing that well in college. Mm hmm. Yeah, he felt
0: like the he felt like the university entrance exam like seven times or something. Exactly, like mm-hmm. he's
1: just a below average guy, but there's no way, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it's one of those scenarios where like you would have to be like an actual genius and study something crazy at college, and then maybe you could help your family out, but you're most likely not going to hit that level of wealth still.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, as much For as sure. I like. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah, as much as I liked like how it showed how hopeful that they can be it just when it cuts when it like cuts back to him just thinking about that it just kind of it just really captures the reality of the situation
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm
3: -hmm. which is why uh which is why i thought uh sam's point of uh like who's the parasite is so interesting Uh because i think a movie should be analyzed uh not only in what it's saying but also what it isn't saying mm-hmm. so let me ask you what do we actually see the park family do we didn't see them do anything we just they're just like okay he has a nice job and the wife is rich that's it but yeah. that's what i'm saying
1: right. you know mm-hmm. so, they would like, not who... be where they are without the people below them
3: mm-hmm. yeah. so right? who like... is the parasite right so like like sam said who is the parasite? Because Technically, are they just not benefiting off their class? They are, mm-hmm. right? Because if so, if the positions were switched, if the Park family was the lower class family, how would they ever get into the upper class? They wouldn't, mm-hmm. right? So, it's yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting,
1: yeah. I know because, like, for them, like I said, like the wife knows absolutely nothing, she's super naive. Mm-hmm. Without her, I guess, like, helpers, she can't really do anything. You want to tell me either one of them know how to drive? No. No way. <laughs> no way. Um, <laughs> Without that driver, he can't drive. And something. she needed him to take her to the supermarket. Yeah. You know? You know she can't cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. actually <Yeah.
0: laughs> something I was curious about. Because you know how like we talked about what triggered Mr. Kim to stab Mr. Park? Mm-hmm. Did you guys catch what like? Cause we, we're, I remember like two times he had this conversation with Mr. Park before like he stabbed him. Was like, but you still love her, right?
3: Like to oh. Mr. Park. Did yeah. you guys like
0: capture what that meant? Cause like I like, I felt it, like, it felt significant, but I just don't know how to like. I, I don't know how to pick my brain at it. For, I, okay,
3: okay, sorry. Oh, okay. Um, for me, it was just this idea of maintaining a status quo. Mm. He doesn't need to love her. Look at the way he treats her. He doesn't really care. Mm-hmm. If she was any other woman, he'd be like, okay. Because, <laughs> but no, like genuinely, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> like, <laughs> but look at that versus how um, Mr. Kim reacts to his wife, right? Mm. Even when they're working. Do you remember when uh, oh, Mr. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? She comes in with a bag of groceries. He grabs her butt. I'm like, okay, kind of weird, but this is kind of cute, right? Like, it's just the way they but Well, that's like a normal groceries. thing. Yeah, yeah, right? And what does he do? Uh, what does the rich dad do with, with the rich mom? Uh, grab really a baby. Anything. They slept together. That's like, that's
2: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Miguel, what
3: were you going to say?
2: Well, I, I think the thing is, like, um, Mr. Kim asking those questions to um the dad. I think we get a deeper look into his character, I think. Who? Which one? We get to see a deeper side of the uh, the dad of the park family. Uh uh-huh. We we so we pretty much see that like he doesn't really love his wife, you know what I mean? <laughs> because he's I don't know, he's he's not that affectionate yeah. or whatever. But also yeah. like, you know he also he always brings up the crossing the line thing, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, you know, um, Mr. Kim always, like, thinks, like, he's going to cross the line, but he never does, right? And I think he's also alluding, it's not just his smell, but he's also alluding to, like, that love question because, you know, he yeah. asked it both times. And he's, yeah. Whenever he, like, asks him, um, the dad is always just like, yeah, of course I love... But you can tell it's, like, it's not genuine, you know? Yeah. yeah.
1: It's just, like, yeah. that picture-perfect, like, image. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I also I mean, think that comes like... down to, like, the difference between the partnership of the, of the pair, too, right? Because mm-hmm. for the Rich family, it's not really, like, a partnership, right? Like, they're just yeah. coexisting, kind of, yeah. sort of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, like, for Mr. Kim and Mrs. Kim is like they need each other to survive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they've gone through a lot together. And honestly, like that those struggles are kind of like what builds a relationship and what makes it stronger. Mm-hmm. So in a scenario where you're rich and you're handed everything and you don't really necessarily need your partner, but you're like, well, we need to look good. You don't really develop that, you know? Yeah. It's kind of just like, "Oh, you're attractive. Oh, you act yeah. the way I want you to act. Perfect."
0: yeah i think that it's like shallow yeah Mm -hmm. you make a good point with that because like you know how like i get this kind of relates to a thing that i felt where it's like um you know how like there's a like you know how like in school right you have those students who are just naturally gifted naturally smart right like they don't Mm -hmm. study for tests they just get high marks from doing the test while like i'm the exact opposite where i have to work where i have to study hard to get a good mark I, felt, I like sometimes envy and wish I was like them. But then I think about it, I always think back to like, if I was them, I wouldn't be who I am now. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be as hardworking and appreciative of things now. You know, and I think that same thing, that, that could probably apply to like, if I grew up in, in a rich family. Yeah, Like I grew up in a middle class family where everything I've gotten, like in my life has been hand-me-downs. I never really expected a lot of things i never wanted like the newest or like greatest thing that's why like when people ask me like what gift do you want alex i'm like honestly you can get me whatever like you know like like socks i need socks give it to me you know <laughs> like, I, like I'm, I'm really not picky I, I appreciate literally everything so that's why
3: yeah yeah know? i totally agree it, it brings up a good point if you haven't fought for something, how do you know the value of it? Because okay. it really seems like uh, the wife married him because probably Why her not? family was like, <laughs> yeah, like he's rich. You need to look good. Boom, mm-hmm. nice.
1: Match but, made in heaven. <laughs> yeah,
3: right. But for the Kim family, you know that if the mom or the dad died, the other one would just
1: devastated. be changed
3: forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, devastated. You know, nothing would be the same. I yeah. Right? See, this is another example of story within a story. And I think it's so lovely. And I'm going to punch Alex from feeling indifferent.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: how my moral compass?
0: Not a movie, okay? But it's also interesting okay. too, because you can
1: kind of look at it as in like, for example, if they were tomorrow, just became, like lost all their fortune, if they lost mm-hmm. everything, how would they be able to function? Would they still right. be together?
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> Probably not
1: exactly like i really i genuinely think a they would like probably like do some like fight they would fight about something stupid and then Mm -hmm. they like go off on their own but like they wouldn't be able to escape that i guess gap of impoverty Mm -hmm. either you know what i mean they have they have absolutely no idea how to function in like the actual real world you know Mm -hmm. so if they were to lose everything Completely, I feel like they'd be completely, totally, utterly lost, right? Versus versus like the Kims, they've already kind of lost everything, and look at them continue to try to yeah. escape that, you know?
3: Yeah. So, who is the parasite, Alex? <laughs> 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 One
0: more question. I feel I feel attacked with that question. Uh, honestly, the parasite. Uh, um. I actually don't know what to say
1: Well after like, all of this Give us like your rounded opinion Because now you have a little bit more perspective
2: Yeah And to be after honest, talking
1: about it What do you feel?
0: I feel like in a parasitism relationship The parasite would Like be the rich Because you know The rich just get really handed everything um, And like I'm not trying to stereotype all of them like all people that are rich but like they're handed everything they don't really know they don't really have like know the true value of certain things don't really appreciate a lot of things always have to like try to maintain the status quo so in this symbiotic relationship the poor is the one that's getting harmed while the rich is benefiting
1: so what you're saying is kill the rich I didn't the say parasite that, <laughs> I, 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 never,
0: I, 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 I never said that, okay? I said, that's what the parasite is, okay?
1: <laughs> so you're saying there's a the parasite on him. society?
0: I never said kill them, I said that's <laughs>
3: the parasite.
0: Okay? Wow. You're. Wow, you they grew worst... up
1: so fast.
3: Remember so the beginning true. of the episode when you were like, well, the parasite <laughs> the oh, in the
1: <laughs> Alex out here about to start organizing protests. <laughs> Tax the rich more. Oh it's,
0: like, it, it's like I definitely had an opinion, but about the rich, of course, um, like before I seen the movie. But I guess this movie just really shows like the, the real, like the reality of it,
2: right? Mm-hmm.
0: From the side of the poor, the perspective of the poor. It's just like you know, I see why this movie is very, very relatable. And that's why I think the movie is good, not <laughs> indifferent, Keo. <laughs>
1: oh, Just checking. Just checking. Pretty
3: sure we, we lost all of our followers. So, Alex,
1: converted you think the Alex. movie's good? Thank God. I never <laughs> said it was
0: bad to begin with, okay? You said it was and... all
1: right. You might as well have called it mediocre. This is a masterpiece.
0: Sorry, uh, sorry, I guess uh, whatever. I don't even know what to say anymore. Anyways. We're, we're
1: gonna fix you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Eventually. Wow, you don't appreciate <laughs> me for who I am. Okay. We appreciate I'm you for
1: who you are, but we're gonna give you some good taste in movies.
2: Oh, facts <laughs> oh,
0: <Yeah. laughs> Speaking of good taste in movies We're about to reach the end of our show Thank you all for listening Tune in next time where we talk about A new genre and a new set of films One new modern film One new older film Anyways, this has been Cinema with the Crew With Alex, Keo, Sam and Miguel And we're signing off Bye-bye bye. are
1: okay, so really not going to say bye?
3: Hey,
0: sorry, God.
1: Oh my God. Bye.
2: Bye.